Hi. Hey. How's your day? Pretty good. Cool. How's your day, everyone? Mm, how is your day? I hope it's good. I hope you're having a good one. I don't know if it's morning, evening, afternoon, or uh, I don't know, three in the morning, middle of the night. Could be. Because like we release it at midnight. Yeah. So it could be at any time of day for you. Hopefully it's going well. And uh, hopefully uh, I ate something good. Yeah. Having a good night. Well, either way, yeah. welcome to Bacon's My Podcast, yeah, where we talk about things and stuff, and All um, kinds of things we and have stuff. Jimmy here, and I am Mike, and yeah. uh, we are your hosts, and um, we have Raleigh V, yeah. who is cool as shit. Yeah, he's super cool. He, is, he was a lot of fun to have on the show. Um, we dive deep into songwriting, production, and then even some of like things he's into yeah like video games video games co comic book mo uh movies and and tv shows, TV shows and all that lot. kind of yeah, stuff yeah. yeah 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 so um that was a lot of fun um but before we get into that yeah we do have to uh remind you that we have some sponsors um yeah so quickly well, first off yeah first off real quick um our newest sponsor manscaped yeah is pretty cool yeah um if you go to manscaped.com if you use the Como, uh, the, the Como, Como, the Como, the Como, Como over, Como over, uh, the promo code BaconPod, mm -hmm. um, what happens? You get 20% off. 20? 20. Dude, that's great. 20 whole percent off. 20% off. Can, you can, uh, now it's not just for guys, it, 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 you girls, you can use it too. Um, they have their lawnmower 4.0 out. Mm -hmm. uh, it is great. It is great. I have one. I have one as well. I am and a fan. It works mm -hmm. very well. I've I've tried other things before, and it hasn't been so good. I thought I was going to die once. Yeah, that happens. That does I thought I was happen. Die once, but but also they they don't just have that. They do have other things. They do have like the uh, the crop preserver, uh, the the their cologne. Uh, they sent me this. Uh, the foot duster uh, ah, because, i used one uh, they sent me one too yeah yeah uh so sometimes you got stanky ass feet and, funky feet man yeah um but the one thing that i will say that and jim and i have talked about this we live by this mm -hmm. the good old crop mop the crop mop it wet is wet wipes for uh the for nether nethers region. yeah for yeah. the nethers yeah so um please make sure you go to manscape.com yeah you go to buy all your accoutrement if mm -hmm. you will and you use that promo code bacon pod because it helps us out greatly it helps us out and it helps you out yeah um we also balls wash your ass yeah exactly exactly that's the most important part of you that <laughs> yeah. you want clean and your armpits too and your pits and yeah. your pits but and the but foot mostly duster. that foot stuff. duster too man oh stank feet is the worst yeah stank feet does suck that's awful yeah. um also uh, we do have wild drinkwildbills.com. We do have grillyourassoff.com. Mm -hmm. We do have poddex.com. All of them is 10% off if you use the promo code what? It's bacon. And you can, uh, if you can't remember stuff like that, just go to baconismypodcast.com and jump on our sponsors page where everything is up there with the promo codes and links and all that kind of fun stuff. So you can check exactly. it out. Exactly. And we thank um, them and we thank you for supporting our sponsors because that helps keeps the show on. And we like a special thanks 
to our BIM Squad Bim over squad. on Woo-woo. Patreon, our patrons there. Uh, it's just more content, more shows, all kinds of fun stuff there. We eat and, terrible uh, things. Eight terrible things. Uh, we especially want to thank you, any of you, who are listening to this right now because uh, – Listeners, that's why, uh, I mean, it's not why we do this, but it's what keeps this thing yeah. going. Yeah. And we could just sit in a room and drink and talk to each other and right. meet people. You know, we can do it that. doesn't matter. But it's, uh, it's awesome that you guys listen yeah. and care. So thank you yes. so much. Thank you. And thank you for sending us cool shit. You too can do that. Uh, just become a Patreon and learn, yeah. what all, learn what all the hoopla is all about. <laughs> The hoopla. The hoopla. The hoopla. And right now, though. Right. The, figure the out what the right hoopla now. is about uh, Raleigh V, because he was awesome. I knew he was going to be awesome uh, when I first his checked out is, his videos. His music is really freaking good. Yeah. It, it, it hits so many different things. Like, uh, He's got a cool YouTube channel. He's got cool music. He's a cool dude. Check it out. Just check out the conversation. We don't need to sell it to you. So uh, just do it. So uh, it's going to start. When? Now. Bring it. Bring it is my podcast. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it is my podcast. Bring it. So we got a new uh, sponsor. Yeah, sweet balls, bro. Thanks, buddy. I'm pretty sure you can guess by it, by that conversation <laughs> that our new sponsor is Manscaped. Yes, Manscaped, uh, a company that I'm very familiar with. Me too. Uh, a couple, few years now. I've yeah. Been, I've been using their products. And uh, I tell you what, my marbles have never been shinier. I actually got their uh, their lawnmower 3.0. Yes. Which uh, it has skin safe technology and they've just upgraded to the 4.0. And let me tell you, I was, I, I love the 3.0, but the 4.0 is just so much better. It's got a light on it. Do I really need a light? Yes, you do. Visual aids. Yeah, Visual aids you absolutely do. Sometimes. For sure. Sometimes in those crevices that, uh, that, that upper leg inner crease. Yes. Yes. Agreed. It's a tough spot. Uh, so the perfect package 4.0 contains the lawnmower 4.0 yes but one of the things that i am a big fan of uh is the crop reviver uh yes they call it it is uh they call it the ball spray toner yes so it's in those marbles uh what else is in the perfect patch package as well is the uh the, the ball deodorant yes it's the crop yeah. preserver it's an anti-chafing so when you walk a lot uh, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get the chafing. I should probably lose weight, but instead I use this. I'm just a fan. I've always been a fan. I, I was super excited when you told me that we got uh, the email from them saying that uh, we could now offer a discount to our listeners. Yes. Uh, I thought that was super cool. So uh, and men and women can use it too. Absolutely. It's not just a man thing. So if uh, if you want, you can get 20% off. Yeah, your order is now. A big deal. That's, That's a big deal. Pretty awesome. Uh, use the promo code BaconPod. You get twenty percent off at Manscaped.com. So go ahead to Manscaped.com. Save yourself twenty percent. Yeah. Use the promo code BaconPod and uh, and and make your marbles clean. Twenty percent off. Shiny. Check it out, Manscaped.com. Highly recommended and used by your boys here at Bacon is my podcast. Like I said, keep those marbles shiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up, guys? This is Josh and Caleb here from Weather Eye, and you've been consuming bacon. Is my podcast? Let's go! 
Hey. Oh, that was, it was a surly one. Yeah, that was. That was it was smoky. It was like with my soul. Yeah. What's chest. going on, everybody? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little bit of the chest, but a little bit more Stay diaphragm. With chest. Right? Diaphragm. Exactly. All about diaphragm when you're a singer. Mm-hmm. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bacon is my podcast. He is Jim. I am Mike. And this is our guest, Raleigh V. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Just here, ready to kick it with you, too. And honestly, I'm all about this bacon, man. I love bacon. Is my Dude, I'm already a fan, and I'm happy to be here. Hey, man. Happy to We're have, happy you. To have you, awesome. Man. Definitely happy to have you. Where um, are you coming at us from today? Well, today I am in my mini basement Jimmy Rick studio that I actually have dubbed The Hive. The Hive. I like it. Nice. I like it. I see a sweet gaming chair. I've got, I, I see the one like, it's almost like that, that one like light bulb hanging over the top, admitting that hey. nice soft light. I like it. You know what I'm saying? With a little bit of action. And then you got the, 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 the honeycomb. Oh, oh we got the honeycomb. honeycomb. Nice. Okay. I like that too. Yeah. I had Jerry rigged uh, studios forever. It's still a Jerry rigged studio. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you don't have cool honeycomb. I could, yeah, these, I, but I had to buy like wood and sheetrock uh, and stuff. Like you guys, that. listen, it looks great. I was gonna ask who's the drummer, man. <laughs> oh, hey. The drum set in the back. Uh, oh, actually, yeah. we we do have a drummer. Well, so uh, Jim and I are in separate bands. Yeah, um, we also write we, music together. We write music together as well, but we came up in separate bands all all the time, and uh, eventually we started writing together, and then. Writing sessions start with like BS sessions for the first hour to two hours to yeah. three hours, and, and that's what this Jamesons, is. And that's that. And then we were like, <laughs> "Oh, let's put a camera on." And that's what this is. So, oh, yeah, yeah, man, it's uh, it, it's yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, so that's fun. Uh, so we're with you but, on the uh, so we're with you on the uh, the home studio. Yeah. <laughs> so studio so work. you guys know that he, he obviously now that he is a musician, he yep. is a singer, he is a songwriter. But, okay, so one thing I do want to say is, and we say it all the time when people go, oh, well, what music are you into, right? right? And and we'll say uh, we're into everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you hear our music, you'd never know it. Right. You don't like, hear everything you, like our music. I love Wu-Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. Nobody, no. You wouldn't know that. That does not from, show up in your that music. That does not show up in my music at all. Have you seen the, uh, the saga? Sorry to cut you off, man. But no, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I It is on my list. Um, it is on. Yeah. yeah. Bro. I haven't yeah. watched it yet either, but it's saved. So I'm ready it's, to go with it. It's, it's yeah. fucking amazing, bro. But yeah, continue. I'm sorry. I just had yeah, to. Yeah. I had to plug. No, no, no. Not no, no, no. Man, not at all. This is, that's what this show is about. Yeah. We'll, we're, we'll talk Wu-Tang. We'll talk Wu-Tang. Because <laughs> I, I got to see them with Rage Against Machine. That was crazy. So Wu-Tang Clan. This guy. Raleigh V, if you listen to his music, it is literally everywhere. Yeah, you and, and 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 even within songs, it is like R and B and Fallout Boy and, and metal. punk and mm-hmm. metal and it is literally everything. And then you you know if you let it sit for a little bit, you can get a nice nice Hispanic ballad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and. Yeah. And but it's like it's truly all over the place. And and one thing that I will say is a lot of people who try to mix genres, sometimes it comes off as gimmicky and stuff. Mm-hmm. This does not 
at all. And it, and it shows how immersed you are in the music and how invested you are in even the different genres. So mm. how, how, <laughs> how do you make them blend so well? Dude. Like what kind of blender do you have? Because <laughs> I would like one. Well, yeah. And how, hey, yeah. What? No, nah, well, first I was gonna say from Tarjay, man. They got all the best blenders in the world. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Tarjay for us fancy Tar folk. Tarjay, right? Nah, dude. I mean, honestly, as far as like the the genre bending, it it, it really. I mean, just like everybody else, right? It, w when we're kids, we get exposed to so many different genres. You know, I'm not too sure if you guys have siblings, right? You know, for me, my sister. I mean, you mentioned Wu Tang Clan. My sister, she was like imperative of like introducing me to like. You know, from 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 Snoop Dogg to 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 Jay Z to Justin Timberlake and Sync to to Corn mm -hmm. and you know and 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 Deftones for the first time, right? So I would always just grab all the all the CDs she was done with. I would just grab and kind of filter through, right? right. And then when I wanted to see it live, I would like jump on like. LimeWire or whatever, right? Jump on right, and, yeah. and just like see whatever I can because obviously YouTube wasn't a thing back then, right? Um, but that's honestly where it started. But for real, for me, I'm like you know back in it, you know even though I was I was born in New York and I had like all this this shifting and moving around, um, I, I started setting my roots when I was in Dominican Republic and DR since. Um, Latin music is really what the norm is, right? Obviously, for me, I was like, dude, that's not that's not my mo, right? I, I'm not. I would always get kind of bullied and, 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 in a sense, picked on because my accent wasn't too Spanish, or when I spoke English, my accent was was off, right? So I, I was like, I never fit, fit in with the people that spoke English, or I never fit in with people that spoke Spanish, right? So right. for me, I was like, damn, dude, I just, you know, when I started kind of going through those CDs and stuff like that, I, I started just vibing more with the rock stuff because it was a lot more about like you know you know screw you this is who i am either Dang you fuck me. with me or you don't right that was like right. it so for me you know i just started going down that rabbit hole um of rock and roll and i fucking hated spanish music to be honest with you i didn't care for it i didn't want to know anything about it and then when i went to go get my first guitar because i started playing guitar first uh, you know, my dad, he was like, yo, you're going to play bachata, aren't you? And I was like, nah, bro. I, I remember <laughs> like Master of Puppets and like freaking Toxicity as right. like my first two, two riffs. And I was just, after that, it was a rap, right? Uh, joined the band, went through the motions and all that stuff. And then after, uh, you know, in, in the regular public, since there's not a lot of band, like, like national acts don't go to the island. Yeah. So for us, there was two things. Um, all the bands that were on the island, the small local rock scene that we had, we would do like tributes or covers and this and that just to feel like we were getting that here uh, mm -hmm. over there. Right. The second thing was over there, uh, you know, just like just like uh, uh, there wasn't really a lot of like, you know, racial pieces. It was more socialism. Right. Who has money? How do you dress? What do you listen to? Right. And me, we were metallicos. We were metalheads. Right. That's just what we were pegged as. And over there, the metalheads would, 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 would whoop your ass if you didn't know the history. So for me, I started going and learning as like while I was 12, 13, 14, learning about the 60s, learning about the 70s, learning about the 80s from hair metal to power metal to death metal to black metal to grunge. So because if you didn't know your shit, you were getting fucked. Oh, yeah. like, you get called like, out on it immediately. Bro, yeah. Immediately. Right. So that's really where 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 the sense of rock came. And, you know, the more I got into the rock realm over there, the dream was, you know, you got to come to America. 
and you got to tour America. You got to be in an American band because music and DR is a joke, right? That was the perception, right? And it's still, unfortunately, the reality now, which is what I'm trying to uh, affect and change, right? Uh, but when I shifted here, uh, I missed the island. And eventually, because of me missing it, I was like, damn, dude, well, I, I really slowly do miss the music and the Latin music and the reggaeton right. and all that stuff. So between the age of 17 and 22, I started learning the history of that, of reggaeton, of trap, dembo, playero, all that stuff. Even though I never produced it, I wanted to understand it. And at that time, I was touring in rock bands still and kind of getting that grind going. So, you know, I, I say all that to say now where I'm at today, what, what got me into music is not what I listen to now, right? Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't be here without it. You see what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, and that's yeah. what's inside of me, right? And when I started singing, I want to say maybe like eight, eight, nine years. Oh, damn, it's been almost 10 years is really when I started singing. My voice always had like that, that, that rock tenacity. That's what a lot of people would tell me, you know, whether if it was like grungy feels or rock feels, or you know, people always kind of compare mm -hmm. me to people. And when they would compare me, I would be like, damn, well, let me listen. You know, when I got compared to Amorosa, I was like, I don't know who these dudes are. Let me listen. When I got compared to Glassjaw, I was like, let me listen to these dudes. When I got compared, obviously, I already knew about Dave Grohl being from D.C., right. but, you know, a lot of people will compare me to his voice or or from uh, or like Corey Taylor. So I was like, bro, let me fucking do some research in these guys. Uh, and then now, you know, that I'm that I did this project, I was like, yeah, listen. What got me into music, I want to make sure I, I, I pay it respect. But at the same time, I want to do something that feels different and that's true to me. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you yeah. can put any rock track you want. Sometimes it all feels the same. So why, yeah. why are you listening to this new music when you can just listen to the authentic uh, musician that they're trying to emulate, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, I was like, listen, let me just keep doing the rock shit. But let me add some Latin vibes. Let me add some cadence to it. And let me just make that shit bounce. Don't go away. We'll be back right after these messages. All right, Jimsy. You think grilling season is over? Mm, almost, right? No. No. Grilling season is never over because okay. of a new sponsor of ours. Ooh, what is it? Grillyourassoff.com. I love the name already. Yeah. Uh, it's a veteran-owned company that sells spices, barbecue sauces, Cool swag, even like, even uh, cookbooks. Oh, you know what? I you sent me a link to that. I checked it out. That was awesome. They had some uh, some cool recipes right on their site. That was pretty awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it, that that's for free. But now that they're a sponsor, they've decided that if you use the promo code Bacon, you get ten percent off your order. Dude, that's awesome. I'm yep. ready. I'm, I'm definitely ordering some spices. They had a couple that looked really killer. Yeah, and, and it's really, there's so many different selections that there's really a spice for everybody. Um, the, the guys that are like heat heads and even the people that just want something subtle, delicious, sweet, whatever it is, uh, they've got something for everybody. Awesome. Did we order any? Did we have any coming? We've got some coming. Nice. And we're going to do some tasting episodes over on the Patreon. Awesome. So we'll stick around. Bit of grill your ass off stuff. Stick around, everyone, because uh, once we get those in, we're going to taste them. We're going to go through them. And then we're going to let you know what we think and uh, maybe give you some uh, some choices that we would kind of go for. So once again, head over to grillyourassoff.com. Use that promo code BACON and get 10% off. Sweet. This is Chris from Sucker Punch, and you guys are consuming Bacon is my podcast. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing that I noticed a lot in the music is that there's there's a there's a rhythmic quality to the way you phrase things, your vocally, right? Yeah. That um that gives it something different, that gives it some of that some of that there's a certain bounce to it mm-hmm. that um that evokes like like you said, some of the Latin music and some of the um some more not quite hip hop, but that just that energy, right, yeah. is there. And uh, but then also you've got um, if you listen a little deeper, there's these crazy backup vocals that you're doing all over the yeah. place, yeah. and these harmonies that you're picking, and you're not picking harmonies that typical rock acts pick, and you're like you're you're not doing of, the, you're not doing the third and fifth, yeah. right? You're you're like all over the place with this, which is yeah. which, but it's it's in such an authentic way, and it's such a cool way that you're doing it that it doesn't feel um, contrived, and it doesn't feel like like something you're doing because you have to or or because you're specifically like i'm gonna do this it just feels like it's like naturally where you go which is what happens when you grow up listening to all these different things you Mm -hmm. know which is uh it's super cool it adds a lot to the music and it it like you said you can hear a rock track and it sounds like a a million other rock tracks and right and you're right and that's one of the problems that happens with music is you start to get things that kind of you start to feel if you listen to the radio now and you listen to any rock that they do play, if you find a station that plays rock, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. did all these bands rework in the same studio using the same amps and the same guitars and the same person wrote right. all these songs? And is Travis Barker on this feature too? You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I heard he agreed to play on uh, for for every band on Warp Tour next uh, next year if they do it. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's gonna do every he's gonna do every show. Oh, man. as opposed to what he does now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. <laughs> As opposed to only most of them, but yeah, so it's something I I, I definitely uh, picked up on too, and I wanted to point out because it's really cool. So everybody listening, if you haven't checked out the music yet, which you should have, because it's, seven questions was awesome, so you should have done it already. Uh, yeah. Definitely check it out because you're gonna hear some some cool shit. Whatever you're into, you're gonna hear something that kind of. I I grew up um, I grew up in like the Midwest, so Ohio, Indiana, like that area. And uh, so on my dad's side, it was like I was listening to a lot of classic rock and it was all like, you know, he loved everything from like Pink Floyd Zeppelin to Huey Lewis to like Aerosmith. We had all that stuff Mm -hmm. in the house. And then on my mom's side, it was all like um, uh, R&B Motown um, disco and like Mm -hmm. David Bowie. (laughs) And so it was all that stuff. And then all my friends were metalheads. And so it's like I, I, I got to. I got the benefit of doing that and, and hearing a lot of different stuff too. So it's interesting to hear how like your upbringing that it kind of filters its way into what you do, you know, whether you're, whether you're trying or not, it just kind of happens, which is cool. Um, but oh, some yeah. people try and beat it out of you and I'm glad you don't let, let anybody yeah. beat it out of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah for, and for anybody. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to just add on that too. Cause you know, as you were talking stuff like, like one thing that comes to mind when I listen, um, especially like now where where I'm trying to take the time and, and do a lot, like, a, you know, get all the work done, let people listen through, like the, obviously people that are in a close circle, listen through it, give me feedback. I can kind of, you know, at least put that in the back of my head. One of the things that every single person from different parties always says is that the 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 string that ties all the genres together is just the tone in my voice. So yeah. that's what, what makes it feel like you're still listening to me and you forgot how you got to this genre in the first place. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 I feel, and, and it was funny. You brought up the Amorosa thing and I was listening to like some of the rock oriented stuff and it's like, yeah, it's super 
it's very Amorosa, um, point north, uh, very slaves kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And and then there's there's stuff just like not there. Um, but uh, you were talking about you know letting close circles listen to the stuff and and you've got a studio here what's your production what's your production thing like because it seems like you're you're kind of just doing it and then um sending it out and being like hey who's who's uh who's in yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. do you do you do everything like you you do all the instrumentals and everything like that i was gonna say that that's pretty much how it's been over the last like you know we all gone through covid and at that Mm -hmm. time um, right before, right before COVID, it's like things just happen for a reason, as I always love to believe. But right before COVID, I always wanted to create a YouTube channel, right? And because um, I'm always on that thing, watching and consuming people do covers and reactions and stuff like that. So I wanted to get into the mix. And when I was in there, I was like, dude, let me do this and let me fail at reproducing other people's music. Right. So when I started doing the covers, I just didn't know how to do everything in my house, like by myself. I would always go to a studio or a friend's studio locally or fly out somewhere. And then, you know, financially, I mean, that was just burning dollars. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. And, and at that point, like, I mean, think about it. You know, you're you're you're, you're writing stuff. And sometimes, you know, if you're in a band now, it's different uh, personalities, different schedules. You know, money gets into to the mix. You sometimes only have a week to do like two songs, three songs. So there's all this pressure pimped up. So when it's time to actually do your thing, you have all this in the back of your head, right? So right. for me, I was like, dude, I just want to learn how to do these covers, understand the, the producing thing. Cause I, I, obviously I get the common sense. I get the slicing up, I get the yeah. formatting. Cause I've always been in the room when it's time to create all the music in the previous bands I've always been at, right? Mm-hmm. But this time around was different just because I wanted to be comfortable. Um, but that's, honestly where it came from right uh like i remember bonnie and clyde uh i remember playing that guitar riff three years ago right and saying yo this feels right and i want to do a balls to the wall rock track with just rock and going 10 all day every day right um and and the guitar started you know usually i go program some drums to kind of get an idea of it as well uh program some bass and stuff like that and then i'll start um obviously vocally um, doing some riffing or stuff like that. But for me, it always starts with the hook and it always starts Mm -hmm. with the intro, right? Those are the two things. If the, if the, if the uh, hook doesn't slap, if it, if I don't make something memorable, like even like lyrically, right? I want to make sure it's something that's second nature. That's what I always tell myself, right? Are you going to say it's second nature, right? Because that's going to make my life easier and your life easier for you to love this, right? Uh, And then that intro has to fucking bang, right? Uh, but then after that, you know, uh, usually what ends up happening is I'll either reach out to a, a friend of mine here locally in the Baltimore, D.C. area, because there's a phenomenal musicians around the area that I'm friends with, thankfully. Right. And I'll just let them know, hey, listen, this is something I'm, 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 I'm working on and I would love, you know, the community to be a part of it. Right. So I kind of open up the floodgates there, let a few people listen in um, drumming wise, and then they'll come in, do their thing, and then we'll kind of keep it going. But guitar wise, bass wise, you know, production, if there's any synths or like any, any, uh, anything at all, everything's in house. Everything's going to be under my belt. Um, yeah. The only thing I don't really, I haven't really played around with is like mixing and mastering. I can do like a quick mix master, which is what yeah. all the uh, stuff from YouTube is. That's just me tinkering around. But when mm-hmm. I know it's going to be something that that's going to have mm-hmm. my name on it, I send it to, you know, to my two guys. I send it to Eric Taft, my other boy, Bobby Baloo, and both of them, they've been doing all of my shit. 
That's awesome. I, yeah. I, yeah, that's like nowadays it, you gotta you gotta be self sufficient. I've been trying to get him self sufficient for yeah. forever, <laughs> forever. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. that's that's what I do. You know, like it's it's and it's cool too because you know I have a community too, like like right. this guy and and you know our buddy DJ and stuff like that, and I could just send tracks off, and that's that's your producer. You know, people people right. always go, oh well, you know, you should go see a producer, and I don't think you shouldn't. Don't don't get right. me wrong. You know, okay. like I think there's a lot of value in in having somebody there the whole whole step of the way and that kind of stuff. But personally, I, I think especially for like singles, because that, that, that's what you're releasing, right? You're yeah. you're doing singles. I feel like having the other points of view in there is is almost as good as having a producer. If you're looking to Yeah, well, and if you're gonna go to a producer, I think it's better to bring a producer something that's already as close to done as you can get it so yeah. you can yeah and then they can you know they can sprinkle some magic or they can go hey this is great you know what i mean like they, they can do that but having your friends you know your, your your friends know your style they know your music they know you when yeah. they hear it they can be like ah you're full of shit i don't buy yeah. it or they can be like this is great right you know they're they're and you're gonna listen, less to, reservations. Gonna listen to somebody else <laughs> yeah yeah and, and, and you know my perspective in the past you know i've worked with with phenomenal producers in the past, but I mean, to your point, it's kind of like if you're gonna get all, if you're gonna get there where you want to go and spend the time and the money and the resources, perfect, that's fine. But it's best when you're ready for something of that nature. And trust me, yes. when you yeah. are ready for something of that nature, life has a way of of, of putting you in that position. Right. Right? Right. And that's one thing I've realized. I mean, if I think back at, at the you know two, three, four bands I've been in before this project. I mean, we still haven't broken even, right? Mm -hmm. And yep. <laughs> I put out, I put out, you know, these three singles, and you know that 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 uh, EP of covers uh, from YouTube, and you know, three four months in, I'm already in the green. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The the, the cost of doing all uh, DIY. Well, yeah. the world changed too, so it's like that yes. idea of like I got to go out and tour behind this, or I got to go out and I got to I got to play a hundred shows to try I gotta and work sell at a huge, CDs, and I got to work at Abbey Road and, and right. track things there. You go, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you like know, now, now, nowadays people are also more forgiving, um, not necessarily when it comes to the the writing of it, right? But mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, not not to go down the social media pipeline, but at the same time, it's like there's so many artists and this is something that i haven't even done and i want to get into it which is you know playing a lot of stuff that i haven't even released like little nips and pieces just to get people's perspective while it's yeah. already out because now you can build hype and you know second let's be let's be honest who gives a shit who the hell i'm at who who am i right now right, right. so that whole mindset of oh well, i can't really put it out because like less for the birds you see what right. i'm saying like well, why yeah, are we right. talking about that right no one knows who you are just put your shit out there and you could start that snowball effect. Well, you know, it's funny too, uh, you know, like to your point where, oh, you know, don't don't want to let things out until they're done and this and that. Of Mice and Men, they released their new record and they wrote, they basically wrote most of it on Twitch. Yeah. Right. Remotely. Like it was exactly. all home recordings. They didn't get together. They didn't go into a studio. They, they went on Twitch and they were like, Let's write some shit, and they did, and they came out with, the, and the the album's fucking phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, if 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 they're like 
not too big to be like, oh, well, you can't touch that. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> I, I think that's a great, I, I, awesome, awesome mindset. I yeah. like that. I, I agree with that mindset of like, uh, also of like not taking ourselves, um, let, let's not put ourselves on pedestals that, that aren't even built. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I, I like that too. It's kind of like, I can't let the people hear it. And it's like, dude, even if you sell a thousand of these, mm-hmm. it's new to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like that's, that's, that's great. You, no one knows you. Dude, <laughs> so- <laughs> I used to stress myself out every, every, like the, 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 the few hours before the release, something will go mm-hmm. wrong. Right. Right. Whether well, someone didn't post something at the right time or we got the wrong link or or, you know, me, I clutched out and messed something up. Right. And I'm yeah, freaking yeah. out. And so nowadays it's like, listen, it'll be like mid 1231 in the morning. And I'm like, oh, snap, I forgot to put the banner. Let me put the new banner. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> right. Right. Now it's so much more stress free just because yeah. I'm like, oh, really? Who the hell staying up till two in the morning anyway? I mean, maybe maybe there's a few people out there, and if you are and you're listening, I fucking love you to death, right? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure you could also wait till nine in the morning. You know, it's like Black Friday. <laughs> I agree. I absolutely agree, hundred percent. So, um, one of the other things uh, I wanted to ask, just from watching your videos, like you you do all the stuff yourself musically. Uh, do you have like a who does your video like? Your videos are really well shot and they're conceptualized really well. They look great. Like I, who do you conceptualize that while you're doing the music? Do you like do you have the major hand in that or well, do you have like yeah, a- it, it, so as far as well, let me just kind of circle back, right? So um, yeah. uh, so problems, uh Bonnie and Clyde and Camp Feel, those mm-hmm. uh my friend from Action New York, uh Christian uh Lawrence, he was the person that shot those videos, right? Okay. Um, as far as like uh, you know, edits and stuff like that, we'll always go kind of back and forth and kind of get that perspective just because you know, I was talking earlier about YouTube and and that was um not only was I trying to learn everything on the music side, but I also wanted to understand the world of final cut and how to edit and lighting right. and color correction. So now I like to think that I'm versed in that for what I like, right? For where mm-hmm. my where my mindset's at. So, so, um, so that's kind of where we're at now, right? So, but those videos, I mean, Christian and Wes, um, who, who who directed a lot of the videos as well, he definitely did. They, they both definitely did their thing. And as far as the editing and the concept and how we want kind of like the storyline to kind of go, it was definitely locking arms, all three of us. And you know, we definitely had a lot of. Uh, uh, bicker sessions, right? But you know, <laughs> family, right? You you, you can't get hey, to that end product if you don't go back and forth. Nah, you, you get if if you get three artists in a room and they're agreeing on everything, it's not very good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They just want to get it done and yeah. get to the next thing, right? Yeah, facts, facts, facts. But I'll tell you, like, there's a lot more. Like, I, I got a few more things coming out next year. Um, I'm not too sure if you guys saw the last press, but I know. Uh, uh, second week of January, we're going to be uh, releasing um, my next EP, right? It's titled uh, uh, Breathe. And uh, it's funny, I had to look down because I actually have a tattoo on my on my, on my nice, hand. Nice. I was like, what's the name? Oh, yeah, Breathe, right there, right? <laughs> I saw the uh, picture of, the hand, of your hand, yeah, on your yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, um, you know, for that and some uh, other raw concepts that I have, I'm going to be um, doing a lot of, like, DIY myself, right? Maybe getting, you know, different people to help me out as far as, like, uh, you know, concept or holding the camera and stuff like that. But there's going to be a lot more 
of, uh, you know, me behind the wheel, just because that's something I kind of want to get into too, right? I want to get into directing. I want to get into, you know, um, you know, maybe helping people out with their own concepts too, right? Um, as we get into 2022, right? And then we that's just awesome. finished shooting a huge, huge video, um, which uh, was with my boy, Brad, who's done like a lot of work with, uh, I can't remember if it was, uh, if it was like back in the day, he, he's helped a lot of different bands. He's local here in Maryland too. Um, but we were able to do another song that's going to be coming out in the summer next year as well. So nice. a lot nice more to come. And I, I'm, you know, I appreciate you guys giving, giving us some love, giving the team love with the visuals. Commercial break. All right. So, you know, we just played the fair, right? Mm-hmm. I saw our new sponsor, next to us at the fair. Right. Right? Any of you that have ever been to festivals, you know one of the coolest spots to go to is that spot that's selling you sodas where the copper mugs. Oh, they're the best. Wild Bills, dude. Yes. And you don't just have to go to a, a fair to get their stuff anymore. You can go right. to drinkwildbills.com and they'll send it right to your house. They sent that ginormous box to us huge box yeah. of stuff and it made me realize that Wild Bills isn't just soda. Yeah, I thought it was at first, but man, the like jerky and uh, nuts, nuts and coffee. And, oh man, snack foods, coffee, yeah. everything. And if you go there now, drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code BACON of course, and you get 10% off. Oh, dude, check it out. Uh, stick with us because we're going to be letting you know how that coffee tastes. We're going to be doing some tasting episodes on literally everything in the box. Yes. So stick with us. But, uh, dude, you've had it. You've been at fairs. I bought it. I bought that mug. It's awesome. I yeah. love it. And now, again, we're heading into the winter months. It's going to get a little colder. No more fairs. Just have it delivered right to your door. Wild, drink wild build up. Blech. Drinkwildbills.com. Yeah. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Once. Check it out. Promo code BACON. Hey, what's up, everybody? WWE Hall of Famer, the Godfather here, and you've been consuming Bacon is my podcast. Oh, yeah. They, they look great. They, like, they're, they're all distinct. They're all um, – I love the storyline of Bonnie and Clyde. I think that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, the, the whole concept is great, and you get it right away, too. It's like you, you – it visually works so well with – the lyrics yeah. that it you just i mean it's it's a perfect mesh of that and it's it's really well shot and it's well done um and then uh you look at problems which is super cool now that one i think is great because it has like the the whole barbershop thing right yeah. and um and I, I i get that i but i had a very different experience growing i i grew up with in the midwest like i said my mom um, is a hairdresser, so mm. I was always around. I was always around uh, what we call salons, which is a very <laughs> different experience than anything I've ever. Very uh, yappy, yappy, yappy. It's huh? it's yeah. I don't I don't uh, I don't feel that salons um, are part of my culture and upbringing. Whereas <laughs> the barbershop, I I find to be much more of a cultural thing. Can you explain just a little bit? Like yeah. what made the barbershop like such an important part of culture and, and explain that to me as someone that grew up sweeping floors in salons. Nah, definitely, man. Listen, I mean, this, it, it's, it, it's, it's not only, you know, Dominicans, right. It's, it's just yeah. the culture, right. No matter if you're Hispanic, if you're black, I mean, obviously right. 
barbershops, you, you got to have a good barber, right? And yeah. for us, that's truly where, you know, where, where we bullshit, where some people learn how to how to go on each other, like make fun of each other, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where some people learn how, how to how to honestly kind of mature into that 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 final hairdo or haircut version of yourself right right right. because that's really where it happens right and some people vent some people scream some people that's kind of like their happy place in a sense um but at the end of the day you know it's just the culture man you got to have a lineup you have to have your shape up you gotta have you gotta be fresh to death right um and the barbershop for me also was also special just because uh miguel who's uh, my my specific barber he's the owner of that barbershop right mm-hmm. and um you know him and I we've been we've been close since I started going to him when I first shaved my head you know right when I started singing so he's been seeing the evolution of my artistry because yeah. every time like I got to run to him before I had to like fly out or I had to go on another tour and he's always been curious about that so we would always talk vent he'll ask me a, a thousand and one questions and then when we were um when I was looking at uh, and talking with uh, Christian and Wes about like different locations and what to do and what songs we wanted to do uh, before, uh, before I started building the team that I have now, um, I knew I wanted to end the year with problems just because a um, not only uh, I had a lot of shit going on in my, in my personal life, especially this year. And I want to end the year just venting and getting all it all out, even though Mm -hmm. problems isn't the, the catchiest single for me, it was more uh, of, it needs to come out for me. Right. Kind of just yeah. exactly. Exactly. And then the second thing, obviously, Miguel, uh, he's always wanted to support me. And he was like, bro, why don't you do it here? And I never thought about that. And when I told uh, Chris and Wes that uh, they were like, bro, I was like, you know, I don't know what the barbershop would look like. And they looked at me with like the sinister smirk. And they're like, bro, have you ever been to a barbershop at nighttime? And I was like, hell no. Who goes to a barbershop at nighttime? <laughs> he was like, right. Like, exactly. Wait till you see what we do with it. And that was it. We were there till oh, nice. four in the morning. And, awesome. you know, Miguel was just like, here's the keys. I'm going home. I'm about to knock the hell out. And that was it, bro. And I'm so happy and proud. And, you know, I was there on Friday shaving my head. And we literally, they played on every single screen. They had it on rotation. Oh, so awesome. so, so cool. proud about it, you know? See, I, I, never, uh, I never got that experience, man. Uh, see, I was well, I, I, something about suburban white Indiana. I did not get the experience. I had to learn it from like Ice Cube. Yeah, it's the only way. Well, and, no. and and coming to America, I was like, why? Why are they not like that? See, I, I had so I had that going. Yeah. for me. Yeah, and you then did. something I, I, I had that going for me for a little while, and then we had to. Then I I moved, and then had it going for a second, and then the guy retired, and then I had it going for a second, and then it was like, then I had the my, like the barber before I found this one. I told him what I wanted, and he's like, no, it's not balanced. You can't do that. And I said, I, well, I'm going to give you money to do <laughs> what is, I just asked you to do. This is an exchange yeah. program. This is uh, You do this, I give you money. Yeah, um, yeah. And long and short of it, he fucked it up, too. Um, but So during COVID, I decided that I was going to just shave my head myself. Mm. And... Uh, <laughs> that I like that. I out. like that. Uh, it, it worked out for a little while, and then so like I had the, yeah, like shit, the, the sides going. Right. Uh, I had the sides going, and then I was growing the top. And then uh, wifey was like, "Hey, uh, you got to trim that top." And I'm like, ah, "I just want to grow it." She's like, "Nah, this dead ends. This and that." I tried the trimming. Mm. Bad idea. 
And then he was bald the next day. And then I was bald the next day, and I, I took off my hat. And uh, Well, you look like, it. even though you have your hat on, you look like you have oh, a well, I got, I have, like, the faux hawk going. I, 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 but I found a new barber. Um, That's good. And, uh, yeah, I actually went today. Uh, I, I went Wednesday, but we went with my son uh, today. And my son wants to grow his hair out. And that was not a pleasant uh, barber experience <laughs> because he doesn't, you know, we, we try and comb his hair and he's like, I don't want to do this. I said, okay, well, you're, you, you got to like start doing this. And then, uh, but it was, yeah, like, a lot of my very this much, is This is what I do while I'm growing yeah. it out. I do the headband. But it's like, but it's, but it's very much like today we talked about medieval times yeah. at the barbershop. And you just start, to, this, the barbershop I found now, uh, they have a bar there. Mm. Yeah, my my guitar player so, has a pretty sick barbershop that he goes to forever too. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say so. Every barbershop usually that I end up going to, I mean, there's definitely not a bar, but we definitely find a way to get those drinks yeah. in. Where and there's a will, man, it turns into. You know, it's funny. I was in one down in North Carolina. Like anytime I go out, I'm always the first thing I research is Dominican barbershop, and there's always one. Yeah. Right, you just got to find the nearest hood, right, and boom, it's gonna be right there. And um, the one I went to, they had like hookah. There was fucking food. I mean, it was like, it was amazing. I was like, bro, like, what the hell? I called Miguel. I'm like, bro, you got, you got to do better, man. You got to do better, man. <laughs> See, man. Step it up, Miguel. Right? <laughs> See, man, I grew up in, uh, you know, like I said, suburban salons. We don't have any of that. We have, uh, I think they have, uh, they have like uh, wine coolers. No, not even wine coolers. They have like uh, jazzercise, yoga. Mm. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yoga's awesome, but man, give me a bar. No, give me some hookah. Give me some. (laughs) Yeah. Well, actually, none of the barbers that I went to prior to this uh, had any bars. Okay. So don't feel that bad. The one one you did, it's uh, Dominican Power in Tacoma Park. Yeah, it's yeah. the one, right? So I definitely want to make sure and, and shout that out. So anybody that's listening yes, to this. Yes, Dominican Power all day, every day, man. Yeah, man. Head over there and uh, get them some more business, and maybe they'll put in a bar. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Make, that, yeah. make them that bar money. Get Or at least get a hookah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so real quick, we do have to pay some bills. Yes. Yes, we do. Speaking of that. Uh, we have a sponsor. They're called Poddex. And what Poddex is, is uh, for people who don't have verbal diarrhea like we do and uh, want to start a podcast and just need like little icebreakers. They need subjects, things like that. Um, so Poddex has some decks. They're 50 cards in each, and uh, it helps you st- steer you right in the right direction. Yeah. Um, so they have a whole bunch of different decks from ep- episode things and questions to ask guests and uh, yeah so we're gonna let you we're gonna let you pick a pick. deck we'll give you the titles of the decks and then we're gonna pick a random question from one of those for you to answer right here on the air yes <laughs> yeah just like that because you haven't asked been answering enough questions right right from us. <laughs> we just uh yeah so um they have episode deck don't don't pick that one uh interview deck one interview deck two would you rather what the heck how dare you? It has to be said like that. It has to be said like that. Like yeah. Mr. Big Head from Rocco's Modern Life. Yep. And uh, what the fuck? <laughs> so out of those seven decks, which what one would you like you? to pick from? I mean, listen, just go, we got to go to how how dare you? We got to go to yeah, that. Yes. Got to yeah. do it. Got to do it. So while I 
Shuffle so this. Mike is going to shuffle, and I am going to tell everyone that's listening to uh, head on over to poddex.com to check these out. They sell them uh, by the deck, or there's combinations. They have all kinds of cool swag there as well. They're a really cool company. They're a smaller company, and uh, they actually do uh, – the owner does – seminars and stuff where he talks about podcasting yep. and helps out new podcasters that's kind of their whole their whole game over there uh if you do pick out some stuff you can use the promo code bacon because everything is better with bacon yeah. right raleigh that's always baby always and that's why that's why you'll get 10 percent off your entire order right over at poddex.com so what we're gonna do here is i'm gonna fan these out yep and he's gonna put his finger my finger's going from my left to right, your right to left. For those of you that are just listening, you tell us when to stop. Bacon, right there. We have the card. Here's for you, a ASMR people. Yes, yes. Oh, all right. Riley V, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be given up a little bit. You know, okay. I hope this doesn't get you in trouble. But have you ever stolen something from a store? Oof. Yes, I have. <laughs> Yes, I have, man. I, 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 stole... I hope we don't get you extradited to yes, the sir. Dominican Republic for this. Nah, 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 nah. Okay. Actually, it did happen in the Dominican Republic, though. I remember <laughs> stealing. Like the first thing, the first thing, and first time, I definitely got I got caught. I was like, shit. I was in in fifth grade. Uh, I was with one of my uh, best friends at the time. His name is Franklin Malte. Uh, we were in uh, the supermarket over there called uh, El Nacional, and it was the one right next door to my house like conspicuous oh. like you know everybody knows i live right next door right right it's right poor choice right <laughs> you know you know 12 13 year old omar goes yep, grab yep. Them, uh and and they catch me i mean it was just like it was like probably the worst 007 mission in the world right what, what, mom, you, what was it it was like a pack of gum but well, over there we have right. a gum called and okay. it's like the gum is it's perfect for like the first five seconds and then the flavor's gone. It's like so fruit stripe. Fruit stripes. Fruit stripe. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like something that, and it just pops. I and mean, you're yep. like, oh my God, this is great. Um, but yeah, no, so I, I grabbed it. I really wanted one. And my mom whooped my ass in front of every oh, yeah. single person in that shoppers. And then uh yeah, man, that was definitely the first time and the last time in that situation. Yeah. And that is why Raleigh V has become a musician and hasn't Gotten into a life of crime. That's right. That's right. See? <laughs> Scared, Scared straight. Bad. Scared straight. I, I had a similar experience with gum. Oh, okay. yeah. And uh, my mom uh, walked me right back in first and made me hand it to the uh, to the cashier and explained to them that I stole it and then wanted me to explain to them why I thought I could steal it. Wow. She was like, now you tell her why you thought you could take this without paying for it. Oof. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, see, I, I've never, I've actually never stolen anything from a store. That's good. Good for uh, you. Actually, so I, I went to Stu Leonard's, right? Mm -hmm. And and I, I bought, I bought a whole Stu bunch Leonard's of stuff. Stu Leonard's is a is a big like kind of grocery store here. Grocery but they, store. It's kind of a specialty one. Everything's a little too expensive, but they have some really nice stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. And I got beer, mm -hmm. and I left it underneath the cart, mm -hmm. and I felt really bad. And I went back, and they actually cut me through the line. I was like, "Oh, you went back for it to I tell did. them? I look did. At you, look, look, I you're did. a good person. It was uh, a <laughs> blue moon horchata. Oh man, nice. 
We moved Dude, her child. I'll tell you. So, yeah. so the first, so when I moved to America, um, I was when I was like you know seventeen or something like that. I remember I it it was it it was crazy to me that here you couldn't drink. You know, obviously in DR everybody drinks. Once you're over 12, 13, everybody's drinking. So because right. drinking is so accessible. People don't drink like no one's like, oh, we're getting we're fucked yeah. up today, right? Right, right. It's like, bro, you're doing the most. Like you'll see 14 year olds, like you're doing the most, bro. It's just a beer, <laughs> right? Because everybody is so accessible over here. Yeah. When I moved over, I was like, yo, you can't drink. What the hell's going on? And I remember stealing two Mad Dog 2020, bro. Ooh, <laughs> quality. <laughs> we have a Mad Dog 2020 story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, what flavor? It was green and purple. Ooh. I guess like lime. I don't even know. Right. I would, right, I would yeah. bet they taste like green and purple. I bet they do. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what they did, man. I remember it was, actually, it was like, go ahead, go ahead. No, well, we actually we drank Mad Dog Twenty Twenty because we found it. We do, uh, we do some like conference work on the side and stuff, so we travel and um, in Seattle because it closes at fucking nine thirty, ten yes. o'clock at night. It's ridiculous. Uh, we went to 7-Eleven and we, he saw it. He's like, Mad Dog 2020, we need to get this. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. Why? It was there. And I was like, uh, I said, why? Because we're going to be 13 tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and we had, and it was, it was orange 2020, 2020 mm-hmm. and it did taste like orange, but the color, not the fruit. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. There's a big difference. There's oh, yeah. The color and the fruit or the juice. Quite. And then, and then, what we watched Lucha Underground. I think, I think we watched Lucha Underground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was our night in Seattle because we were like, "Oh, we're going to Seattle! I can't wait to go see bands and like check stuff out." This yeah, the yeah, music yeah. from here shaped our our like our, our existence. Our yeah, 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 yeah. And then we we saw like a couple bands, and then we it started going around, and every place was closing, and we were like, "What? What is coming up? What?" It, the See, but that, that's what happens. Listen, that's what happens when when you live in New York. Right, DC, Miami, LA. You'll go anywhere else, and you'll be like, "What the hell? Do you guys have like curfew or something? Like, what's right, going yeah. on?" Right. <laughs> you know? Like, what, Wait, like we, last night. Last night I was in Baltimore, and I for I sometimes forget that Baltimore's, uh, you know, everything out there closes like hey, last calls at one a.m. Right in Baltimore. One o'clock, yeah, because yeah. they're yeah, out by two. Right, everybody's exactly, got to be like, done at two. Exactly. DC um, last call is four. Right. right? So it, you know, sometimes it's three a.m. and you're out at four. The good spots are at it's four and you're out by five, right? Right. So, right. but sometimes I forget when I'm out or when I hit a different state or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do that too. I'll go out and I'll, I'll I'll find a place and I'll be hanging out. I'm like, okay, so where's the after hours? And they're like, uh, what? <laughs> We're going like, home, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> where's like house party? What what's going on? And they're like, no, yeah, like yeah. we're gonna go sleep and. We're we're going home. Son of a what? <laughs> yeah, I was Seattle. Yeah, but, but, and then the, and then the, the second night we were just like we struck out two nights in a row. Let's just go see a movie. Yeah, so we went, to, we went on a date. We saw a movie. We did. We went on a date. Someone didn't even drink. No drinks. Yeah, yeah. no drinks. Oh well. Okay. Uh, so you said you were a gamer. Are mm. you still a gamer, or are you you too busy for that, or what's what's I'm going never, on? With that? I'm, I'm never too busy to play. You see games. that chair he's sitting in, man. You see that yeah, chair he's sitting in. Okay, <laughs> right. Um, so, so we he likes to talk to people about current games, yeah, because he actually has 
current games. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to talk to people about retro games. Okay. Because that's what I remember playing, and that's what I'm trying to get my kids into. Mm. And yeah, you know what? Like at first, it was really cool. Then I gave them my PlayStation Four, and they go back to these games, and they're like, "What is this trash?" <laughs> <laughs> you want me? Dad, these graphics are subpar. There's only two buttons. There's Why two buttons. Like so these graphics are trash. Right. But like, but it's what? jump and run. That's it. Right. Exactly. I'll never forget. Like the first time I did like a like a try attack on like a three character attack on Chrono Trigger. I yeah. was amazed. I was like, oh my god, this is like fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but what what got you into gaming? Like, yeah, where'd you where'd start? You grow up on. Dude, so I started playing Counter Strike. That was my oh, okay. oh okay yeah yeah. And I'm talking about like 1.2, like you know before yeah. all the stuff that we have now, right? So you're uh, a PC I, guy. Yes, I am definitely a computer gamer mm-hmm. PC guy. Like I'm, I'm, you know, my hands are meant to be like this. You know, I can't right. <laughs> controller. I can't do like I tried. Like the only time I ever got good playing like. Uh, uh, I'll say controller games, right? On console, right? Was when I got my ass handed to me on Call of Duty when, like, right. you know, back on like the Xbox 36. I can't even remember. So I was so mad that I bought an Xbox the next day just to <laughs> learn how to play. Just to get good. Yeah. I whooped the guy's ass and then I sold it the next day. <laughs> Bro, I, I mean, I'm sorry. That's pride. Right. <laughs> I was I was I was ready, man. I was ready. Respect, respect. Right? No, but I'm definitely a computer gamer, man. I started playing Counter Strike almost honestly right around the same time I started playing guitar. Um, okay. So a lot of the similar friends that I had back in Dominican Republic, those were the two things that we were playing. It was like when like Unreal Tournament was like on all the computer games in school right. and shit like that, and we we're like Counter Strike's graphics are so much better than this shit. Right. And then we'll go and play Counter-Strike. And I did a lot of land parties and tournaments. Like I would play professionally as well on the island. Oh, right. Wow. Okay. Yeah, a bunch yeah. of different stuff. Like I love playing that shit until today. I still play uh, CSGO. Right. I still play nice. it still today as well. Um, and uh, other than that, you know, other than, than that, obviously, uh, Chrono Trigger was imperative for my childhood. Right. I mean, it, mm-hmm. that's why my, my tag is Chronos. Right. With the Z and the yeah. K. Because it comes from Chrono Trigger, but you know that game I've played it over and over and over and over again. Um, and then other than that, that's eventually how I got into uh, World of Warcraft, right? Because if you play Chrono, Chrono, of course you're gonna start playing Final Fantasy. And if right. you play Final Fantasy, you start thinking about Starcraft and War. And then I ended up down that rabbit hole, and then I, then you know WoW <laughs> took over like six years of my life. You know <laughs> that happens. That happens. Uh, do do you do it like? Do you do like streams and stuff like that? Or I want to get, get into, into it. it or? Yeah, I definitely want to get into uh, more str- like some stuff on Twitch or maybe using like the YouTube platform that I have just to mm-hmm. kind of showcase that. That's one thing that 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 I don't want to say I don't have the time. I could always make the time if I give a shit about it, right? Um, yeah. I just haven't been able to like figure out the streaming side of it right uh because like you know i got the cameras i got everything like that but to kind of go through the day i just need to stumble into it and just fumble. you know we can we we can help you out a little bit with the with the streaming aspect but somebody else um who's who's a fellow wtf guy just Mm -hmm. like yourself and us um jeff todd from i call fives he does he does that stuff too streams okay uh, he's 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 
big into it. He's got yeah, he's got an endorsement he deal with like his channel what is it, C4 really well. and yeah, oh, he, yeah, yeah. So um, so yeah, we'll, we'll get you. We'll, well, yeah, we'll, we'll hook you guys up. We'll we'll up. Please, man, because I'm. <laughs> we'll I would this. love to. I would love to like you know just just go ahead and kind of go down the motion of it because I mean to your point, these are retro games, but these are games that like you know if we wanted to unpack it, I learned so much from them. You see what I'm saying? Like right, I yeah. think back at like Counter Strike and like when I was scrimming five on five and having like you know knee jerk reactions, being able to you know do shit and like in 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 pressure points. You know, I don't know. For me, I'm like, okay, how do I relate that to the music side? Where if I'm in a fucking Absolutely. interview or podcast or if I got to sell myself to you know someone that wants to invest into me, can I just pivot, shift, and strategize around that? You know. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah. Invaluable lessons. I, yeah. Hey, man. More than just hand eye coordination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I played the wrong game. Problem games. solving. I, I'm like, solving. Dude. I only have, I literally only have a PS4 for like wrestling video games. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like sometimes superhero video games, when I hear that they're good and yeah. they finally go on sale at GameStop. Miles Morales, Spider Man. Yeah. 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 It's been Excellent. out for like so good. Two years. So I, I think I can so get good. it now. I'm more of a consoler, yeah. I'm more, like I played a few, I played a few online games, um, like or a few uh, PC games, but um, mm-hmm. but mostly it's been console. That's that's why when you said uh, Kronos, I immediately went to God of War and not, you know, like I was like, okay, oh, okay, 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 okay. You know, yeah, that so. makes sense. No, so on console, I really got into obviously Call of Duty. I got into God of yeah. War, um, and but I also got into Mass Effect. Like I was in love with Mass Effect. Yeah, I I want to go back and play that again. Like I want mm-hmm. to. There, there's uh, they're coming out with what? There's a reissue coming out, and then there's a new mm-hmm. one coming out. And I I, I like I want to go back. I was gonna say supposedly they're gonna be redoing uh Chrono. Well, Chrono Cross. They're gonna be yeah. redoing it and kicking it out. Yeah, I heard that too, which is pretty exciting. So mm-hmm. I'll definitely be jumping on those as well. Um, the the real reason. So uh, behind the curtain here, or you know, uh, the drum set used to be in the center. Uh, the reason why they moved over to that side is because I want a Ninja Turtles uh, arcade console over there. I like that. That's sure. my video game, Turtles in Time. That was not a. That was not like a big stand-up arcade. Oh game. no, it wasn't. That's right. It was just fucking a big, novice. Big, big <laughs> so, game. so I was gonna. So I just moved the studio into this room that I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. Before I have it, um, like in the other room where 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 I usually had it. I have these uh, canvases of all like the retro games that got me into the place where I'm at now. And on top, I just ordered three like instrumental pieces that are all like vehicle based. And Mm -hmm. the first one I just got is the Ninja Turtle. Oh, yes, man. (laughs) Jimmy, Jimmy, can you can you go ahead and get that? Um, I recently got a a birthday gift from a friend. And hell yeah. Oof. Bam! Oh, dude, you know what? Um, a buddy of mine, uh, a really close friend, his name's uh, Matt Jishel. He lives in Baltimore. He's become like a master 3D, whatever the hell they're called. Uh, you know, I can't remember. Oh, 3D printing? 3D printing? Yeah, yeah, 3D print, bro. He has been killing it. And he uh, made the Green Ranger um, uh, helmet, Shredder Edition. And literally, oh. the Green Ranger reached out to him and ended up fucking wanting it. And now he has really, fucking, dude, oh, it's dude, fucking dope. Shit, well, no, actually, so so we're I've been working, I've been working on trying to get him, uh, mm-hmm. Jason David Frank, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but so because because supposedly he's got a um like a whole Green Ranger uh series coming out, like a web yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. Um mm-hmm. so like I've been trying to like get in contact with some of the actors and stuff like that and just be like, hey, you want to come on a podcast and be like, <laughs> hey, hang out with us. I have I'm hanging out with this guy. And like, yeah. yeah so uh yeah, that's that'll be pretty awesome because I I was a Power Rangers guy too. Yeah. yeah for sure. For sure. But yeah, Ninja Turtles is big. That's a big one. Ninja Turtles is my heart and soul. Yes, it is. For so sure. If you had to pick between uh if you had to pick between Power Rangers or um Beetleborgs. Oh mm. Ninja Turtles. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. Power Rangers. Oh, no, sorry. Power Rangers. <laughs> That's his Power answer Rangers. anyway. <laughs> Whatever. Ninja Turtles. Turtles. No, that's <laughs> no, that is that is my answer. But but no, no, Power Rangers. Power Rangers for sure. We'll be right back. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. And before we get into this week, if one episode just isn't enough for you and you need a little bit more Bacon is My Podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Bacon is My Podcast. Over there, you will get access to monthly live streams, discounts on merch, early and commercial free access to Bacon is My Podcast episodes. Some of them are even extended surprise giveaways, additional shows, including Tasting Is My Passion, and, of course, Cooking With, Bacon Is My Passion, and, oh yeah, you get a crap ton of music. That's right, all of Jimmy and Mike's bands, previous, current, whatever it is, you'll get access to that music, demos, and much, much more. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash bacon is my podcast and learn what the hoopla is all about hi my name is patty negri i am a psychic medium and good witch and i am consuming bacon is my podcast yeah i think i'd go power rangers too yeah it's close though beetleborgs is yeah. sweet yeah beetleborgs, yeah, beetleborgs is, is cool yeah um Another thing, like, gaming-wise that reminds me of Ninja Turtles that I still love, not more than Ninja Turtles, but nobody brings it up anymore. Battletoads? Battletoads! <laughs> Battletoads! I love playing that on Sega Genesis, man. I used Do to you remember that. when they did Battletoads and Double Dragon? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. I do. Yeah, I do. <sighs> that was, like, like, the only thing that could top that was when Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers had their crossover. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that comic was yeah, pretty. Yeah, funny. That was what, the Power Rangers space or something like that. that was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, well, yeah, I mean, that, that was like the Ninja Turtles when they added the, the girl Ninja Turtle, and yeah, 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 womp, womp. but <laughs> but uh, in the comic books, because I, I don't know if you, you keep up with the Ninja Turtle comic books at all, but they actually so like they got a little bit more adult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they actually well, they had more adult. Well, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then they got more Archie and then they right, yeah, yeah. then they okay. went to image and whatever. But um they did a crossover with freaking Batman. I remember that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did I I remember hearing that. about that. It yeah. is it it's is sick. Dope. It's, it's it's really it cool. is awesome. I would totally recommend doing it. Are you a Speak comic book Batman. guy? Batman yeah. is the second. Oh, so I, so I ordered three cars, right? I got this we one. We got the Ninja Turtle van. We got the Batmobile. And then Keaton Batmobile. 
Yeah, and then because I'm a sucker, and, and literally, I don't know if you can see my, my tattoo on my finger, which is a flux capacitor. Oh. I had to bring it to back to the future. Nice. We got and 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 once again, Wait. once again, we're gonna prove that we're falling in love here. Look at this. Boom. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> we got yeah, the out-of-time license plate. Hell yeah. And I don't have we any are... memorabilia here, but I do have I do have all my Batman tattoos. Ooh. Oh hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a lot. I'm more of a flash guy, you know. I'm oh, more love flash flash. Guy. What do you think of the show? What do you think of the show? On CW? Yeah. I love it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, yeah. I, I do I thought it was great. I, I really dig it. You know, there's some there's some uh there's some wonky CG. Yeah. Well, there's like a taste of corniness, right? Yeah, yeah. Gorilla Grodd's a little yeah. weird, but he's yeah, also yeah, yeah, yeah. dope as shit. Like, but and then there's King Shark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, from what I understand with, with Flash, you gotta you gotta give in to the campiness and the corniness. Yeah, and, yeah they they did a really like, good job with it, I thought. Like Arrow, you're like when there was corny stuff, you're like, oh, that's corny, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But with with Flash, it's like, all right, I'll allow it. Well, Arrow, <laughs> as much as I loved Arrow, and I really did, I liked it a lot. It was still, I still always felt like um, you couldn't get the rights to Batman, mm. so you, well, yeah, you made Batman and called him Arrow. Oliver Queen. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. exactly what it. Because um, yeah. the Arrow in the comics wasn't Batman. Now let me ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Did you fall in love with Gotham? I did. I loved it. Gotham I thought it was, was so cool. Fire. Yeah. Gotham was fire, man. I also fell in love with Catwoman. Selena Kyle on Gotham. Oh yeah, yeah she's oh, great. Yeah, she she fucking killed it, man. She's so good, man. I feel like I feel like especially the guy like anybody who made it from the first season to the last season, anybody that they brought in was awesome so yeah. so uh edward nigma yeah oswald yeah. compot bro uh, selena kyle no, dude i love galfred oh yeah, yes. yeah yeah um yeah man like all people. of them were great but like some of them that they brought in in the middle um like i was i was really looking forward to uh what's his name becoming joker Mm, oh, I didn't, um, yeah, because I liked I liked Shameless. Yeah, Shameless was a good right. show, but well, he was an he's excellent, an excellent actor, excellent actor. But he was an excellent movie. Joker too. I thought he was yeah. great. I thought he was thought better he was in the beginning than he was at the end. Yeah, I didn't like him in the last episode. The I didn't episode, really like brought him back. I wasn't a fan, but at first I was like, "Yo, yeah." I bought in. I bought. I was yeah, all in, man. Um, yeah. The the uh, Azil. Yep, he was not great. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, what was um, I like the, the premise thing? of the show though I really did yeah I yeah it's it great. really cool I mean yeah. I did look at it and go like this throws a lot of the age things off when I'm reading the comics but yeah yeah but, no, but right. what I loved it was that that like that time around uh, and mind you I'm huge like I love I watch all the DC Marvel everything right? yeah yeah. And what I loved about Gotham was that it made it feel like Gotham was its own character like the city of yes. Gotham where and in it's the past, yeah, 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 yeah. And like, you know, when, when you look at it, like when you look at all the uh, the the villains and stuff like that, and D, I mean, DC has the, the best villains, in my opinion, right? Mm -hmm. And there's just a plethora of them and that go underutilized. And the way they spun it made you want them to win so much. I yes. love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's, what's fun is you, you, the fact that you brought up D 
DC yeah, having the, the best. best I was going to say we just had this we, conversation. We literally just had this conversation uh, a couple episodes ago, and uh, it was about between Spider Man, Spider Man, and Batman, right? Yeah. So yeah, like. Yeah. Because Rogue's Gallery of both of them is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and Spider Man's the only one that has like you know villains yeah. that you're like yeah I'm serious back, yeah. back that I back that. But what's funny is what's look, funny is this: Batman's and Spider Man's Rogue's Gallery almost line up too with with mm. sort them, of sort know? of let's let, let's 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 hang out for a second. Right, let's slow just down. Chill. Let's <laughs> chill. So as as Mr. Freeze would say, chill. Well, no, he wouldn't say Arnold that. Freeze Arnold, say that. Arnold, Arnold, Arnold Freeze, Freeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's still great. It's still great. Um, but it, it, like, so the Batman villains are fucking awesome. Yeah. Right. The Spider-Man villains are fucking awesome, but the Batman mm -hmm. villains, are, you're like so believable. It's so awesome. Yeah. But you think about it, none of the Batman villains are really like a physical threat to Batman. <clears throat> Bane, right. yes. Well, right. There, right. there are their exceptions. Killer Croc, Killer Croc, Bane, but like Joker, Riddler. Right. But, but no, but see, for me, I feel like the ones I like the most were the ones that psychologically, mentally would affect. Right. right? Like the yeah. ones that you just mentioned, because like, there's your answer. If you go toe to toe with Batman, I mean, he he got all. He's, it's like Tony Stark, right? You got all the money in the world, right? right. You're physically there, right? You obviously did all this training. Like, bro, you gotta whoop my ass, right? That's mm -hmm. it, it's, it. Doesn't make sense. However, what you haven't really fully mastered is that I'm mentally fucked up, and I'm about to bring you here because you got a lot of demons in you that haven't been right. unpacked, right? That's that was my take on it. Right. Okay. And that, I know your weakness. Makes you're sense. not you're not gonna go to the level that I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna push you to try to because that's yeah. gonna mess you up more. That's okay. Yeah. So that is why they're they're a threat. Because yeah. I couldn't figure out why all all of Spider-Man's foes are a viable physical threat. Well, I think you also have to look at the fact that Spider-Man, uh, the character, has superpowers and Batman doesn't. So if you give Batman superpowered enemies, it starts to kind of go like, okay, it's cool because when he does come up against enemies that are more superpowered, there's a there's a story there. Yeah. But it's like, how many times can you go to that well? You know, like you yeah. give it, you got, you have to give him, and he's based around being the detective and being, you know, like you got to base him around a psychological threat, you know, You're because right. that's, that's where he's got to fight from. Whereas Spider-Man, you have to, um, his enemies are all about making him make choices <clears throat> because everything about Spider-Man is how he's always screwing it up. Yeah. Right. See, for me, you know? I, for me, I feel like Spider-Man is the is the the mirror version of what the flash would be because to your yes. point the flash he he has that persona that charismatic you know that next that that glue in a sense when it when he's on the team but when he's also doing his his own stuff himself it's always based around the decisions he makes how he yeah. fucked up what he you know what i'm saying it's a it's a lot yeah. it's a, a lot of similarities okay yeah right. mentally he's You're selling me. mentally batman is always above everyone right Mentally, Spider-Man is always below them because he's still learning. Right. For the young. most part, he was always a kid. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was like this kid fighting with an adult. And so it's this kid brain, even though he's got all these powers and all this stuff, still against an adult brain. And he makes rash decisions and things happen. And then it's his guilt. Because that's Spider-Man and Batman are similar in the way that their entire stories are based on guilt. Yeah. 
but right, it's just right, two right. different versions of it. Whereas Batman's guilt manifests in this like crazy, like um, uh, strong-willed, um, vengeful hardness. Whereas yeah. Spider-Man <laughs> takes his guilt and it's he turns it into like, oh, when I put this on, I can joke and it's everything's like hide behind hide behind and push it down you know like i i I, if you if you had like a a mental health specialist sit with both of them it would be it really crazy (laughs) i think it'd be very interesting to see where they end up on those spectrums because yeah i would love that two extremely damaged people you know that that lost people and dealt with it in different ways which is an interesting dynamic of yeah okay all right. Well, that, to get super heady you, into so, Spider-Man and Batman. So as opposed to the last <laughs> a couple episodes ago, when I was still unfulfilled, where I was like, "Yeah, but all of the all the Spider-Man villains are more physical, like threats." Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Mental threats. Yeah. There you threats. go. And now I've learned something. Right. Isn't you sir have have learned me something. And that's what uh, I'm here. I'm here all day, baby. Yeah. Speaking of uh, mental health. I will take it back to songwriting and lyrics and stuff like that, because one of the things that happens and comes up in your songs is a lot about like self-worth, trust, loss, yeah. things like that, which I think is, uh, I, I think as a songwriter, we all kind of identify with because yeah. I've said, you know, before it's like, you don't do this because you want to do it. You do it because you have to do it. Like if I could do anything else, that'd be great. But it's like, you have to do this. This is what keeps us from driving off bridges. This is what, you know what I mean? Like, um, but one thing that I that I do find is uh, it's there's a certain point, at least for me, there was a couple points where I got to feel like something that I wrote or something that I said or something that I did actually made a difference or mattered to somebody. And I and I love those positive kind of things. Do you have like a, a memory that you hold on to or something that you hang on to of a time mm-hmm. where um, where you actually got to feel that where you felt like somebody was like, you did something that made a difference. Yeah. I mean, definitely, man. Um, Dude. I mean, there's a lot of points you touch on, uh, but I've had numerous times, thankfully, you know, I'm very humbled that I have. And more importantly, these people that have reached out or if I've seen them in person, whatever, they've Mm -hmm. been, they've been willing to get vulnerable. Right. And tell yeah. me that, that I've been able to affect them in other different ways and stuff like that. Like, I mean, like you said, with my music, there's a lot of pain in my music. Right. And a mm-hmm. lot of that comes internally. Um, you know, on, on my on my left arm, I have a, 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 a line. Oh, that's beautiful. By the way. That's awesome. Thank, thank you. I appreciate it. I don't even know how this camera works, but here you go. But <laughs> it says a mal tiempo cara, cara buena. Right. And it's a, a phrase, it's a Dominican phrase. And it just says, you know, during rough times, that's when you have to put your best face. Right. Mm-hmm. And for me, I mean, I feel like I've been doing that my entire life. I've even had opportunities stripped away. Right. Because people think I have it together and right. I have everything lined up when I'm fucking as broken as anybody else. Right. And you feel that really um, through the music. Right. I mean, even if you go through my catalog and you just listen like the stuff that are authentically mine, whether if it's what I'm writing now or in the previous uh, projects I've been a part of. You know, it'll make you kind of sit there and be like, God damn, like, who the fuck broke this? Right. And for the people I've connected with, you know, in the past, um, I remember talking, uh, you know, I was in Florida once and 
I was on I was on doing a run with uh, with uh, with uh, you know obviously I was fronting a band at the time and I was with a bigger band on tour supporting and I remember uh, the Spanish kid pulled me um, pulled me into the back of in, in Miami and we were just talking through a lot of emotions right the first thing the first connection obviously being the fact that of him listening to rock music being you know Afro Latin and not understanding mm -hmm. where he fits right and being able to kind of see a lot of himself and me. Especially when I started spitting shit in Spanish, she's like, "Oh shit! Like, like this nigga fucking really speaks Spanish." You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Really premiere. And uh, when we were talking through it, you know, he was also bringing me into all, all of his pain, right? And what certain things meant for him, and how he related to certain words and and things like that, right? And for me, you know, it for me it was meaning something completely different. But to hear his perspective and how it got him through. Um, the situation for him, which, you know, he was dealing uh, at the time through through like a breakup in a sense. But mm -hmm. while he was hearing the song, what he was telling me was that he he he, he grew to realize that he, he was he was the toxic piece. Right. And he wasn't right. able to identify or understand that piece until he took a step back and he started listening to the words that I had in the song at the time. And he was just like, bro, like, you know, honestly, I, I thought I was the only fucked up individual. And I wouldn't I didn't even realize I was the person issuing the harm until I heard you take that ownership. And it told me, like, bro, what am I doing? Let me let this person go, because all I'm doing is just ruining their entire their entire world right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, definitely a lot of pain in what I do. And, you know, I'll never let that moment go just because it was, it was the, it was, I want to say the first time we had a, a huge, you know, a huge lineup and a huge, um, crowd where it was, you know, 80, 90%, um, Latin in, in, you know, Latin and black in the, in the, in the, uh, stage. And, you know, for me, that meant a lot. Yeah. I remember yeah. tearing up. Um, after like the third song, I was just like, God damn, bro, I'm in my fields right now. That's awesome, man. Like I, I always, I always appreciate that. And I wonder that because we, as, as songwriters and as musicians, I feel like we all kind of like feel like we're going through a lot of this by ourselves, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, and even one thing you said really kind of like hit me there where you said that like you've missed opportunities because people thought you had all your shit together. And it's like, dude, I feel that so completely. Cause it, you know, we're, we're always trying to make sure that whatever anybody sees, it looks as pro as possible and as together yeah. as possible so that they feel like they might want to work with us or they might want to check us out or give us a chance or something like that. <laughs> But mm -hmm. then you risk that line of someone seeing it and saying like, oh, you've already got it. So we don't need to give you the opportunity. Yeah. And uh, it's like that that idea that like if you've got your shit together, you never get to be the underdog. You never get to be the one that that people are trying to push up and lift up. And yeah. uh, and that's a it's a weird place to be because you're also like, yo, I'm nowhere, man. Like yeah. <laughs> I could really yeah. use yeah. lift. And yeah. then uh, but then also like when you when you start to realize that there are other musicians, just like when you're growing up and you're listening to music and something hits you and you attach it and you go, I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. When you talk to other musicians that are, that like feel some of the same things or go through some of the same experiences that you do. And you have that, like, yeah, man, we ain't alone. Like, Holy shit. Like we got the same thing. So I love hearing those stories of, of, uh, of the times because just like, as songwriters, we are putting ourselves out there 
and that's important for us to grow and that's important for us mm -hmm. to like heal and get through things yeah. knowing mm -hmm. sometimes that the message was received mm -hmm. and that it helped somebody yeah. just yeah. helps heal us as well and yeah. and and you you, you know? said it like you said that you know somebody else not even just felt it but that they were going through that yeah. too and 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 they were the fact that you said that they were feeling just as vulnerable as you were at that time mm -hmm. that is like yeah yeah that's the i don't think it's ever go for I, on the show like we've we've talked to a lot of songwriters and stuff yeah. like that but i don't think it's ever been framed that way no mm -hmm. i don't think so either and, and and like we talk we talk about that shit all the time but mm -hmm. like for them to be able to come to you and go hey you know like i've done it before I, i've done yeah. it to a couple of singers and i'm like yeah dude this is fucking hit me hard yeah and and uh it's never been framed that way Mm -hmm. um yeah. so i think that's super important that yeah, yeah as songwriters we are vulnerable but the fact that you're coming to us and you're going hey this hit me in this way that's new yeah. bravo to yeah, you. So all, all, you music, all you music listeners out there if you ever get the chance to meet somebody that wrote something that mattered to you and meant something to you Tell them, tell them, them, tell them <laughs> right away tell yeah, them because definitely tell them yeah because when they wrote it man they were going through some shit and so just yeah. hearing that it matters like yeah. it just adds on to like a whoo yeah you know, <laughs> you know? It, you know it, it, it's crazy too man because it was like when i was anytime i look at the body of work that i'm working on the stuff that's not released mm -hmm. when it's so much i'm like god damn I, i've had a hell of a year right <laughs> yeah you know right. like that's what i because <laughs> yeah. i've never i've never been able to like sit down and be like you know what? Today I want to write a song that's gonna. It's just, just gonna be a happy song. Or hey, right. I want to have I want to have some girls twerking, right? Or I want to have some right, dudes right. popping bottles, right? Uh, or some girls popping bottles, right? I mean, listen, I've I've never been able to like, hey, this is what I want to do. For me, it's like some fucked up shit happens, and I just fucking go off, right? Mm -hmm. And and sometimes it's like it's out of my control. Sometimes, and that's why. You know, I, I look at the the, the the studio I created here in my house and I love it because usually I'll grab my phone. The first thing I, I grab is my, my memos tab. And yep, that memos. thing has all, <laughs> I mean, yep. I'm talking about the most dumbest, you know. Yeah, how many scrolls can we all go through yeah. as singers? Yeah, yeah. We, we've done this before. <laughs> we've done this before where it's just like. It's like you one, two, three, shit. Yeah, 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 man. And it just goes and goes, right? But now yeah, the yeah. difference, like, I, like I remember, like, there, there's a song I have that's gonna be out next year too, and it's called, uh, it's called Enemigos, right? Uh, Enemy in Spanish, right? Enemigos, and that song, um, the intro of the song, it starts off with me just belting, like yeah. just belting in, in in like a melodic kind of vibe, right? Um, but it happened the moment I, I had, I, you know, I got some fucked up news. I literally was in the process of cleaning up the studio and I ran downstairs. And the first thing that came out of me was that it was fucking raw shit. It ain't hit all the notes in the world. And then when I got to finishing the song, I was like, yo, I'm keeping that for that same belt. I didn't retract yeah. it. I didn't try to do it again. I kept it nice. the same. It ends. It starts and ends that song. Right. And when you hear it, you fucking feel the fucking pain yeah 
Wow. I can't wait for that. I, yeah, I can't wait to hear that now. That's, yeah. that, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, yes. Absolutely. This is cool. I mean, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. But, like, also at the same time, it's like, fuck, yes. Isn't that, isn't that, that is fuck, what, isn't that like, fucked up? Because we're all, we're all like, you were really hurting and that really, like, all your emotion goes out there. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah. You had the worst time of your life? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I want to hear it. It's crazy, oh, man. man. It's crazy. That's but, awesome. hey, that, that's how it is, man. Yeah. If it ain't raw, it's real. Hey, you know what? And that's that's what affected us coming up. You know, like we all have those things. We all have those those bands and those albums that we fucking. Those it was like. Inks. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That thing that got us through that that breakup or that thing or that fight with the parents or that yeah, you know yeah. corn, that, man. That grounding. Corn. <laughs> like corn is corn is corn is that. Yeah. Corn that is first, that, that, corn is that, that first corn record, you're just like, I hate everybody because yeah. I'm very sad. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, I, listen, I think about all the bands that got me. And I, I'm not going to lie, that new metal phase, man, that shit got me through some shit. That shit <laughs> I, a lot of shit, man. I have a Breaking Benjamin tattoo he does. that he relentlessly, yeah. I will always make fun of, yes. I will eventually get it covered up. I will because they, well, you know what? Hey, never awesome. cover it up, man. Never cover it. No, up. I'm going to because because <laughs> I was kind of pressured into getting that. But yeah, yeah, that that's what dude. I still remember. I can't remember the name of the record, but like there was this uh, Slipknot record that came out, and I listened. Like I was going through a breakup at the time. I listened through that shit front to back. It was the one that had a uh, uh, Vermilion on it. And that whole record, oh, okay, uh, yeah, volume three, uh, I think it was uh, maybe. I could probably look it up, but no, 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 no. Go, record, go ahead. Yeah, that whole record <laughs> got me through so much fucking shit, bro. Yeah, we all look. we all have those. It's uh, it's, it's I got you, I got you. It's cool and it's sobering to, to 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 think that that uh, that we might have the chance to be the record that does that for somebody. You know what I mean? That's a that's a sobering and and cool yeah. thing. So so again, getting getting to have that, having someone come up to you and be like, "Yo, man, you fucking mean something to me." You know, like you get me, and that's important, man. Everybody needs to be understood. Everybody needs to be got. It it was from it was uh, volume three volume three uh, the subliminal verses. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, that's what it was. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, it also had duality where you found out that they do have an actual keg player. Oh, yeah. Bing! <laughs> Bing! <laughs> well, we know we've taken up a lot of your time. Uh, thank you so much. I'm going to wrap it up here just yeah. to uh, to give you the opportunity to have the rest of your day. But, uh, but dude, thank you so much for hanging out with us. This yeah, has been man. A blast. This has been a lot of fun. Here, man. I would love to come back anytime you guys. You, know, you are welcome to come back. Open open door policy. Anytime you have something you want to promote, anytime you have something you want to get off your chest, or if you just want to, if you want to come in and uh, have a drink with us sometime, you let us know, and we'll have you on, and we'll do it, and we'll you definitely, right? absolutely have you do it again. And hit us up whenever you uh, whenever you come to New York. Oh hell yeah! What part of New York are you guys staying in right now? We're in we're in Long Island right now. We're in okay. uh, yeah yeah not not too far outside the city. So we're we're here. Okay. We're uh, we're we're mobile. We're able Hovering. to get anywhere. We're hovering. It's a it's a forty minute train ride, so we're good. Yeah. Okay. 
skip you. like the real civilization. Mm -hmm. but, uh, <laughs> but definitely let uh, let everybody know one more time where they can catch you, where they can catch your music, where they can catch you on socials, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I do I do want to say that I I absolutely love the um, the slogan for your YouTube channel. It's all about reactions, reviews, and renditions while providing you musicians with enough resources so we can all stay self sufficient. Mm. I do enjoy that. That's that's cool that's as pretty shit. Pretty awesome. Right I, I I liked it enough to where I had to like listen to the video a couple times to write it down because uh, it's not written anywhere. You need to put that on something. Yeah, no, I definitely do, man. And, and you know, I want to get back into um, doing a lot more YouTube content because it was like I was doing it consistent for like almost eight months, and then it got to a point I was sitting there and I was like, bro, fuck, man, like. Not don't get me wrong. I love what I was doing, but I was like, I, you know, I'm, I'm reporting. I felt like I was reporting the news instead right. of making, it, right? I, dude, I get it because we like besides this, this show, <laughs> right? Before this, we were doing like I was doing a YouTube series. We're we're on uh, for all you listening. We're on StrangerhoodTV.com, which is the Strangerhood TV YouTube channel. Um, but I had a series of uh, Will It Sound Good Acoustic where I was just grabbing a song and then playing it on acoustic guitar and singing it. And then he had a, a companion show called Will It Sound Good Heavy. So he was taking the song and, and making like a metal version of it and bringing it on. And man, those were super fun and they were super cool to do. And we have a bunch of them up there. But it's like, it's hard to keep those going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, man. especially once this started happening and we started like, okay, this is this is a thing now. And it's like, <laughs> all right, that's a dynamic, man. And but that's I definitely want to get back into it. Um, you know, maybe not doing too many covers or too many reactions, even though I love them, yeah, yeah. but really getting into that last bit, right? Teaching people how to do how how yeah. to do this piece, right? I mean, you know, earlier we talked about making sure shit's like almost perfect, even though that that they should just abolish that word from the dictionary. But right. you know, getting people to that to that to that level without having to spend any money, without having to reach out or have a manager or somebody tell them what to do. I want to just be able to give anything that I've done, let people see behind the the, the, the counter, right? See what really happens. That way, if they right. want to get into it, they can, right? Uh, and if they ever want to reach out me as a resource, they can just fucking reach out to me whenever they need to, man. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That access, is so cool. Access is important and, and knowledge is power, man. Like that's, oh, yeah. that's kick yeah. ass. We all uh, yes. Uh, so once again, give everybody that YouTube channel and give them every social and all your stuff. Yeah. So guys, listen, you guys can check me out. Obviously I am Raleigh V at I am Raleigh V on all social media platforms. You can stream me on every single thing. Just Raleigh V and you'll see me in my green getup. Uh, and then, of course, if you know if you're not as good as some of the other folks like me, where I am horrible with my memory, just go to RaleighV.com. I got you hooked up. Every single thing is there. Uh, if you haven't streamed uh, um, uh, problems, check it out. Check out the visual. Listen to it. Um, we got a brand new EP coming out the second week of January, and I'm doing something super intimate for February as well. So a lot more coming in uh, and a lot more coming out. Awesome. We'll keep you guys uh, abreast of the new stuff yeah. as well. And uh, all the links and everything will be in the descriptions of the show. Uh, and definitely check out Rally V. And uh, remember to ask yourself every day the most important question that Always. you can ask yourself every day. Wait, it makes you have you figured better. it out yet? What's that question? Rally V, do you know what the question is? Hmm. Does it uh, Does it rhyme with Macon? Does it have it, it might, in it? It might have it, it, it in it. It probably it does. It might have it in it. Hmm. It might have it in it. What do you think? Uh, is it what's 
is it what's in your bacon podcast? No, 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 uh, no. I don't know if I got Almost. that right. But it is what's your bacon? What's your bacon? What's your bacon? Isn't he cool as shit? Yeah. I said I said before this he was gonna be cool as shit. You did. And he was cool as shit. Yeah, you were right. I was right. You were right. I will be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I did the interview before I did that. That's true. So, so you couldn't have been wrong. If you were so wrong, it was a spoiler. That would have been weird if you were wrong. So I should have said spoiler alert, this guy was cool as shit. And now I'm saying it again, but or you should have been like, what a dick, and then you would have been wrong. Hmm. Maybe we can do that next episode. Hot take, new take. New we'll take. just we should just trash our guest before the interview. We could do that. Just be like, this dude is trash. It was awful. <laughs> what a piece of garbage. Oh, that's an awesome video. And then awesome I'll video. I'll like I'll come back on with my f- tail between my legs. Right. And like, I was wrong. He was actually pretty he cool. Was so cool. He's pretty awesome, actually. Um, but yeah, man, Raleigh V V, check him out, check out his music, check out his videos, check out all that stuff because he's he's a great dude and uh yeah. super creative and mixing genres if you're if you're like looking to get into other genres he is the gateway drug to other genres mm. yeah he's good that's that's what raleigh v is the gateway drug to other genres if you're a, a, like a rock metalhead something yeah. if you're not already into other genres which you should be which you should be get another just like you know Listen to more stuff. I mean, uncultured God. swine. Why would you just listen to one style? Right. That always drives me nuts with shows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When right. So like a metal show. Yeah. It's I don't want to go to a metal show. I want to go to a show with a metal band yeah. and a rock band and whatever else they want to put on. Sure. You know, like nobody just listens to one thing. Agreed. Agreed. Um, speaking of listening to things, yeah. Where uh, where can people listen to you? Oh, and the things that you have to say and your band. Nicely done. That was smooth. It's quite a good segue. Well, yeah, you, you did a nice layup. Like it was a, good. Like an Ollie oop. It was it was unplanned Ollie. Yeah. You just ooped it. I ooped it. It was fantastic. Uh you can find me at cravenstrange.net. Mm. net, and from there you can find all of our socials, all of our stuff. If you want to find me personally, uh Jimmy G shoes, one word. And uh, check it out on all the socials. I will be there. How about you, bud? Uh, me personally, I am at me, my own self, Mike, on all of the socials. My band, Something Heavy, we're still riding out this single called Shell uh, at Something Heavy Music on all the socials. You can stream us on all of the fun streaming platforms. Uh, once again, thank you to the BIM Squad. Once again, thank you to our sponsors. Uh, drink wild bills, pod decks, grill your ass off.com. 10% off if you use the promo code bacon. Of course, our new sponsor, Manscaped. Yeah. Uh, 20% off when you use the code bacon pod. Make sure your marbles are shiny. Exactly. And uh, always remember your whether your marbles are shiny or not. Well, shine them. Yes, you should always shine them, but, but also, always remember also to ask, ask yourself. yourself. What's your bacon? Cool. Shiny Marbles. I like that. Shiny Marbles is my bacon. So we got a new uh, sponsor. Yeah, sweet balls, bro. Thanks, buddy. I'm pretty sure you can guess by by that conversation (laughs) that our new sponsor is Manscaped. Yes, Manscaped, uh, a company that I'm very familiar with. Me too. Uh, 
a couple few years now. I've yeah, been, I've been using their products, and uh, I tell you what, my marbles have never been shinier. I actually got their uh, their lawnmower 3.0. Yes, which uh, it has skin-safe technology, and they've just upgraded to the 4.0. And let me tell you, I was I, I love the 3.0, but the 4.0 is just so much better. It's got a light on it. Do I really need a light? Yes, you do. Visual aids. Yeah, Visual aids yeah, are absolutely important do. sometimes. For sure. Sometimes in those crevices, that uh, that that upper leg inner crease. Yes, yes, agreed. It's a tough spot. Uh, so the Perfect Package 4.0 contains the Lawnmower 4.0. Yes. But one of the things that I am a big fan of uh, is the Crop Reviver. Uh, yes. They call it. It is. Uh, they call it the Ball Spray Toner. Yes. So it's on those marbles. Uh, what else is in the perfect patch package as well is the uh, the, the ball deodorant. Yes. It's the crop yeah. preserver. It's an anti-chafing. So when you walk a lot, uh, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get the chafing. I should probably lose weight, but instead I use this. I'm just a fan. I've always been a fan. I, I was super excited when you told me that we got uh, the email from them saying that uh, we could now offer a discount to our listeners. Yes. Uh, I thought that was super cool. So uh, and men and women can use it too. Absolutely. It's not just a man thing. So if, uh, if you want, you can get 20% off yeah, 20% your order is now. A big deal. That's, That's a big deal. Pretty awesome. Uh, use the promo code bacon pod. You get 20% off at manscaped.com. So go ahead to manscaped.com. Save yourself 20%. Yeah. Use the promo code bacon pod and, uh, and, and make your marbles clean. 20% and shiny. Check it out, manscaped.com. Highly recommended and used by your boys here at Bacon is my podcast. Like I said, keep those marbles shiny. Whoop, whoop. Mm -hmm.